down here and that's the wrong button i already messed up <sighs> all right josh just start over oh my fucking god josh you're looking for the gold of the ecstasy of gold yes Yeah, baby! <laughs> yes! Ron, where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion! Wow, Josh, are you, are you proud of yourself for that intro? Are you really happy with everything you just did there? I'm, I'm ecstatic. I think, uh, I think Ron summed it up pretty, uh, pretty nicely there. I think we're all in a glass case of emotion because it is the day before the kickoff of the 2018 NFL season. Honestly, I, I should be more pumped than I am. I think, I think I'm, uh, I'm underestimating or undervaluing the fact that NFL starts to fucking morrow. Yes, no, it, I think you are undervaluing it. I can't tell you how much I refresh my page at work trying to find out the latest updates, um, trying to find out if time machine's been invented so I could just skip the day and get to tomorrow. I am ready. Um, how are you feeling today, Josh? Um, well, I, I have a little bit of a sore throat still. Um, other than that, you know, I'm feeling fine. I'm about to yell at my dog because she's digging at something she shouldn't be and I don't even want to look. It's your workout pad. The pad that uh, sits under your equipment. She's going to dig a hole to China, though. I swear to God. Gaia, hey. Yep, she's now eating the workout pad for an update for our audio listeners that can't see what's going on. And when yeah. I say audio listeners, that's literally all of you, so I don't know why I differentiated there. But Yeah, well, you never know. Some of them might have an interpreter in their <laughs> reading sign language. But uh, I guess. Shout out to Derek's parents, probably. Yep. Um, how are you doing today, Gar? We're living the dream. Uh, you know, every time I'm driving here, I always feel like I want to. I want you to ask me that question. I want to go on a rant about how you know how many dumb fucks there are in traffic or um, stuff like that. I don't really have one on the drive over here. Um, I, I can note one uh, one first world problem of disappointment that I had today. Um, so almost every pod on my way to Josh's house here, I stop at the Quick Trip. Um, and so I was looking through the candy section because Nikita said she wanted chocolate. And uh, I, I always look at the Skittles section because I'm hoping one day my dreams will yet again come true. Um, but they didn't today. I was very disappointed because no one seems to sell the tropical Skittles anymore. It's the Skittles in the blue bag, probably my favorite kind of Skittles. And literally no one sells them fucking anywhere. Those are actually very legit. I will give you that. But I honestly thought you were going to go and ask for, since you mentioned Nikita wanting chocolate, I thought you were going to say chocolate skittles and i was just gonna say those are m&ms yeah you're right <laughs> uh, but yeah no sometimes you can find the tropical and like the mixed very mixed so it's like the purple and blue bag kind of mixed together but that's bullshit josh i want tropical i don't want to dig through right no ops obviously i mean i think tropical and then the mixed berry with the, the purple those are the two best um but you got you can't mix mix them together um we have a long show today, it looks like. I'm looking through some of the notes that well, I here, took. Let's, let's waste like 15 more minutes on small talk that no one cares about. How's that sound, boss? No, we're at three and a half minute mark already. Well, I'm I mean, already bored. So. Oh, I mean, part of that is you fucking up the intro about four times, so there'll probably be a minute of cut time in there. Well, um, 
Yeah, but I'm not a producer. I'm just the creative talent behind the uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, well, before you get started, Josh, I'm going to cut you off already. I just want to plug our email real quick. Um, or we didn't give our show a title. We're the Hidden Oaks Overdose of Football Fix podcast. Um, our email, um, if you want to email us at the or email the show, um, it's hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. And uh, as always, at the start of the show, I'd like to give a shout out to our good, handsome, lovely friend, Levi Oki, for uh, creating that beautiful art you're looking at. Um, go ahead and follow him on instagram at levi oki illustration um and uh for any business inquiries he's a legitimate artist um you'll see his email in his instagram bio um and that's pretty much all i had we're available on all pretty much all platforms as a podcast now um google play just went launched or just launched today so we're finally available on there and uh, after we hit our fifth episode which is tonight we'll should we're going to submit to iHeartRadio, and we should be available on there by next week all right that's all I got. so we've made it uh, we're, we're official um yeah all right um so like like i was saying i I mean the notes that i got it's a little bit longer show um not as long as the the live draft um but hopefully more entertaining i know we had some listens from that league um so shout out to the uh, blood sweat and beers league um for listening to that anybody else that listened i don't know why i don't like listening to normal drafts let alone a draft i'm not even in um but yeah, so we're gonna Why don't go you go on and eat a cheeseburger, you basketball eating walrus ass motherfucker? Give us um, a little more credit, Josh. Come on. I'm a little hungry. Um, but uh, so we're gonna go through some of our season predictions for all all games in the NFL. We're not gonna sit down bore you by going through each and every single one. I think two hundred and fifty six. Two hundred and fifty six regular season games. We predict them all. Yeah, but we're gonna go through what the regular season um what our predictions are for regular season final records are. Maybe um on some of the ones that have a little bit of um discrepancy we'll we'll discuss our reasoning behind that. Um but then also compare it to some of the professionals or so called professionals, sporting news and NFL analytics to what they say and see how we compare to them. Um I don't know about you, Garlic, but with my predictions, I sat down, looked at the spreadsheet, and just kind of went. Did not do any research, didn't care. I think the only thing that I changed was with a Cleo Mac trade, I gave the Bears one more win. Wow. Uh, yeah, I did almost, I want to say almost less research. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, I can say that I didn't trade thing or didn't change things after the Cleo Mac trade. Um, I went in, you know, I just, you know, did it based on intuition. And, you know, sadly, a lot of it's based on kind of last year's performances. Um, so you, obviously, we're going to be a little bit inaccurate, but when you're trying to predict 256 games in one sitting, um, yeah, that we're, yeah, I'm not willing to put in that much effort to actually do a good job. Absolutely. Not that we'd ever do a good job at anything anyways, but probably not. I mean, I'd give I gave us one star on uh on uh, on Spotify. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yep. Um other than that, we're going to go over some of our uh, Hidden Oaks redraft. Uh, we just had our draft for that the other day. We're going to go over some of that. Um, not break it down by each round, but we're going to talk about some of our favorite teams, some of our favorite picks, that sort of thing. Um, and then give some Dynasty League updates since Garlic and I are part of three of them. Um, and so, Jesus. Yeah, way too many. Um, this and, and that's something that I wanted to talk about. I'm in way too many leagues. Josh, I'm in eight leagues. How many leagues? I thought you were in nine. Did you get kicked out of one? Well, one of them was okay. So Jalen, you probably won't listen to this, but Jalen had set up a Yahoo league, and uh, he only got six people in it. Um, so we never drafted. It never happened. So who are his other two friends? I, Josh, I don't think he actually has friends. So I don't know. All right, um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I have on our notes for the show today. Um, and so I guess it doesn't matter where we start. If you'd like to start with the season predictions, because that's what's on the next on the list, we can. Otherwise, we could go through um, some of the other updates for the draft. 
Yeah, I don't really care where we start or where we finish. Let's I just... do predictions. I'm a fan of order. I'm going to cut you off right there. Ooh, all right. Fuck me, I guess. So, yeah, I'll let you kick it off while I go uh, kick my dog's butt for digging at stuff. Oh, okay. So you tell me what we're going to do, and then you're going to... All right, I'll fuck off, I guess. Um, so, you know, like like we've kind of hinted at a bunch already, um, Josh and I, we I put together a nice little spreadsheet of every NFL game this year, 256 regular games total. Uh, regular season games total um and so obviously i'm not going to sit here and go through everyone's record um kind of at the bottom of the league i have the jets going two and 14 denver going three and 13 um buffalo going three and 13 tampa bay four and 12 this is kind of my bottom four teams um you know the buffalo made the playoffs last year i just don't see them do that doing that well this year tampa bay um i don't i going back like i made all those predictions assuming Jameis winston comes back and starts all year if the, if fitz magic ends up starting all 16 games i probably would give him a few more wins honestly um not because fitz magic is good but just because he has uh, you know he goes up and down i'd say he's more of a 50 percent guy he'll have one good game one bad game and kind of go back and forth rather than a long streak of good and bad um and then you know we won't talk our, our playoff brackets just yet but my top teams i got new orleans going 13 and 3 philadelphia repeat at th- or going 13-3 again. Um, New England 12-4, and four, Green Bay 11-5, Jacksonville 11-5, San Fran 11-5. Um, so those are my, was that six teams? Those are my top six. Um, so, you know, I won't go too deep right now. Josh, I guess I don't know how much analysis you wanted me to do. I was just kind of vamping here. Just, but, yeah, uh, no, thank you for spitballing while I was away. Um, but yeah, so I, I heard you going over your bottom teams. I have Miami at the bottom um, going 2-14. and 14. Um I mean, I know they're getting Tannehill back, but they lost Sue on the defensive line. Um, they lost Landry. They gained Amendola. I don't really think that I would consider that much of an addition. Um, I have the New York Jets at 3-13, and starting a rookie quarterback. Um, <clears throat> yep, I'm still coughing, people. Um, starting Starting a rookie quarterback, kind of question marks around a lot of their positions, it seems like, um, just from what I've been hearing. Um, 3-13, and even with a rookie quarterback for them. Eh, not bad. Indy. Lux back. I understand that. It's been over a year since he's thrown. He was throwing Nerf footballs like two months ago. So I have them. Did you at, not watch him this preseason? It's preseason football. I had better things to do. I, had he threw, he, I mean, threw more than Nerf. Give the guy some credit. Jeez, Josh. Come yeah, on. but I mean, look at the rest of that team. T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, or Doyle rules. Um, but their defense is atrocious. If they go out there and they run that uh, fake punt play, um, they're probably putting a better product on the field than they did on than they will this year. Um, Jackass. Yep. Um, Buffalo three and thirteen as well. I'm not a big believer in Nathan Peterman as their starter. I watched that game last year with the five interceptions and four passes or whatever it was. Um, and then I also have Washington, Tampa Bay, Oakland, New York Giants, and Denver at four and twelve. I I looked at my predictions. Like I said, I put very little effort into these. Um, and and. I realize I have a lot of teams that are underperforming, and then I have a lot of teams at the other end that are overperforming. You de- definitely don't have a whole lot of middle. You have a lot of extremes there. Yep. <clears throat> and so, um, rounding out the top, I have three teams going 14 and two, and two of them are in the same division because that's just how I roll. Um, Atlanta, New Orleans, and L.A. The Rams, um, 14 and two. Jacksonville, 13 and three. New England, 13 and three. Philly, 13 and three. Um, so those are kind of the top teams there. Um, I also have Green Bay, Houston, Pitt going 12 and four. Um, I think with all of my picks, I had I had at least one or two games with every single team that I hemmed and hot on. Um, and so I would say that there is a plus or minus two on these. Um, a lot of them. Um, there are a few teams that I'm fairly confident locking in on. Like 
um, Arizona, Chicago um, at seven and nine and eight and eight. Um, but I think I think the meat to this should be us talking about kind of comparing our head-to-head predictions um, sure. and seeing um, I, seeing if we agreed on some of them. I agree with that. Um, I definitely like to go through that. I definitely would like to go through the playoff scenario. I think a lot of people, you know, care about playoffs a lot. So I mean, definitely let's go down the list of kind of the compare and contrast. But I'd like to give a good maybe five minutes, um, which may sound like a lot of time, but a f- good five minutes going over kind of our hypothetical playoff bracket, assuming you made one up today. I'll work on that. Oh God, Josh. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, I don't know if you want to uh, go do the head-to-head comparison because you put this together. I really haven't looked at the sheet much yet. Yeah, so this head-to-head comparison was just our wins-losses for each team, um, so we're not breaking it down game by game. Um, and then I added a couple of predictions that I found. I saw Sporting News did one and NFL Analytics. I looked for ones that were kind of recent, so they kind of factored in the Jarek McKinnon injury. Um, they factored in the Clem Mack trade. Things and so, we did not factor in. Yeah, exactly. They're smarter than us, apparently. So we'll see how accurate this goes. Um, and so I'll just, I think, I mean, are you on the sheet right now? We can Yeah. We can roll through and do every other and just get through it real quick. Um, Arizona, you have 8-8. Eight and eight. I have 7-9, and nine, so fairly consistent there. Um, we're giving them more credit than Sporting News, who has them 4-12, and 12, and NFL Analytics has them going 5-1⁄2. And 5-1⁄2. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little disclosure with, closure with them is um, apparently I read – it was like five paragraphs. I read maybe one and a half of them because I got bored. Um, and it, it sounds like what they did was they plugged in everything um, to their little analytics machine and then ran a simulation 100,000 times and then came up with a range of wins. And this was the average of that range. Um, and so they have them going five and a half wins throughout the season, plus or minus a certain number. Nope. Uh, all right. So yeah, next on the list was Atlanta. I've got them seven and nine. You have them fourteen and two. Jesus Christ, big discrepancy there. So I'll let you talk about that in a sec if you want. Um, you know, Sporting News has them going ten and six, and then NFL Analytics is only giving them seven point five. So Sporting News sees it more your way. At least have a winning season. NFL Analytics kind of supports my argument. I have them at seven and nine. Um, I have them at seven and nine just because this team doesn't really excite me. I don't know if anyone is. Uh, Heard Jalen Jalen Ramsey's comments about uh, Matt Ryan, but uh, you know, ever since Shanahan left, he's not really a big deal anymore. Yeah, no, I I think that I, I think that I'm actually leaning closer towards Sporting News and my own predictions on this, um, just because I gave them a little bit of credit for the uh, um, second year with the same offensive coordinator, Matt Ryan. Um, seems. I don't know what it is with that division, um, but with that division, it's kind of an alternating every other type thing. So maybe he'll turn it around this year after having kind of a down year with the new OC last year. Um, but yeah, 14 and two is probably a little overzealous on that, but um, I'm not changing it. Sure. Um, next we have Baltimore. You have them at seven and nine. I have them at eight and eight. Sporting News has them at seven and nine and NFL analytics has them at 8.3. Don't think we need to do much of a deep dive or pretty no, we pretty, all pretty consistent much agree. across the board next. that they're a 50-50 team, yeah. Yeah. All right, so next is Buffalo. I got them 3 and 13. You got them 3 and 13. Sporting News has them at 4 and 12. NFL Analytics with the upset at 5 and se- or 5.7, I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean again, we kind of agree we think they're a lower tier team. No offense, you know. I mean, you know, I mean, not trying to make any bad blood with the Bills here, but you know, it's just they don't have a good team. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say other than that. And I wonder how much that'll change if Shady doesn't play at all. After, uh, I, I mean, I know he's playing week one, but if something comes out with that and he doesn't play after that, it's it's going to be a uh, – I would expect it to be even worse than that 5.7 or even a 3-13. Sure. 
Um, Carolina, you have them at nine and seven. I have them at eight and eight. Um, Sporting News has them at eight and eight. And uh, NFL Analytics has them at 7.2. I know it's an even year. And the joke on Reddit is that uh, even year Carolina Panthers are uh, 15 and 1, 14 and 2. Um, but I, I believe in breaking that tradition this year. Sure. All right. Next, we got Chicago. You, me, and Sporting News has them all at 7 and 9. And then NFL Analytics has them with 8 pins, not even, or 8 pins, 8 wins, not even a decimal. So, yeah. Mitch Trubisky, uh, new coaching staff, um, you know, decent talent on that team, but uh, I don't see him making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I know you align Vikings, I align Packers, um, and if if our uh, blood, sweat, and beers league is listening <coughs> to this, and uh, the, the Bears fan, the Happy Bears, fan. Happy Bears fan, yeah, sorry, I forgot that adjective in there. Um, if he's listening to this, he's probably cursing us and. Uh, um, like trying to summon Mike Ditka to attack our souls. But uh, um, I, I I don't have as much faith in their offense as some people, even though Matt Nagy is supposed to be um, Sean McVay 2.0. The clue max trade is definitely going to help your defense, but you guys had a solid defense already. I, I, I never really doubted their defense before. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I do think that they're definitely going to have a better year than last year, um, and they're going to be scary in the years co- to come, especially if Trubitsky, um steps it up. Yeah, Josh, let's go through this quick. Yeah, that was so quick. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Cincinnati, you have 5'11", I have 6'10". Um, Sporting News has them 4'12". NFL Analytics has them 6.8. So kind of kind of all kind of within that same record, not a winning season, not a losing season, Marvin Jones losing his job, that sort of thing. You really think he's going to lose his job? I mean, I know I just bitched at you for taking a long time, but Marvin Jones is a staple. He will be. He will outlast that team. That team will leave before Marvin Jones leaves sure all right anyways next cleveland six and ten so we're generous to even give these guys a win considering cleveland went fucking oh and 16 last year over um i know come then was pissed because uh that takes away the lions being the only one to do it but i have six and ten you have five and eleven sporting news is six and ten nfl and the next gave them six wins um you know there, there's some promise on that team i mean it's very similar to last year though they looked better on paper than they performed and last going into last season they had done a bunch of offseason moves that made them look like they'd be better and it just didn't pan out so we're generous to give them six wins next uh dallas you have them at 10 and 6 i have them at 6 and 10 sporting news has them at 9 and 7 and nfl analytics has them at 7.4 um why 10 and 6 uh, I like Zeke. Um, I like that old line. Uh, if they can keep pounding the rock, um, I like that team. Dak Prescott is a serviceable, serviceable quarterback if he's not expected to throw 50 passes, 300 yards a game. Um, you know, the defense probably took some hits in the offseason, but um, they, the probably biggest name loss was Des Bryant on offense, and he wasn't that big of a factor despite what he wants to believe. So that's why I got 10 and 6. As long as they can pound that rock, Zeke's got a great line to run behind. I think my whole, uh, my whole reasoning behind my record is I'm not – I'm not a big Dak believer. Um, I know he's, he, you mentioned serviceable. That's probably the minimum of what, I mean, that's a maximum, I guess, is what I'd call it, I guess. Sure. Um, but, but I think part of it is just my absolute disdain for Jerry Jones. I don't know. <laughs> um, moving on to Denver, you have him at three and 13. I have him at four and 12. Sporting News has him at seven and nine. And, NFL analytics has them at 8.4. Apparently we're missing something here. No, I mean, I think they're factoring in a good defense, which I just don't see anymore. I think Denver, yeah, I think their reign of being a supreme defense is over. So that's why I tanked him. I, you know, I like Case Keenum, uh, but he's not going to carry this team. Case Keenum was winning last year because of a great defense. I think that's done in Denver. 
Okay. Yeah. No, that's kind of my reasoning behind it too. All right. So Detroit, um, I, we talked about this in the other podcast, but I've got them nine and seven. Josh has them 10 and six. Um, sporting news has them seven and nine. NFL analytics get them, gets them 8.4, you know, um, the middle of the road records. Again, I have them with a winning record, but missing the playoffs. I have them with the same record as the Vikings. So, um, both the Vikings and Detroit are missing the playoffs in my scenario, but, um, do you gave them 10 and six? I guess I don't know if that's a playoff team or not in your scenario since you have four, so many 14 and two teams, but, uh, um, you know, Matt Stafford's good, but with the coaching change, I don't see him exploding this year yeah no i i love matt stafford i i mean so detroit you just it's kind of like the little the the, the little neighbor kid that you kind of invite to play along because you need that extra guy um but if um, detroit didn't play the vikings and packers you know a combined four times a year they'd probably have a higher record but absolutely tough division yep no and that, that that is unfortunate um Green Bay, you have at eleven and five. I have at twelve and four. Um, Sporting News has them at eleven and five, and then NFL Analytics has them at ten point two. We pretty um, much all agree there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can talk about the Packers more if you want, Josh. I'll give you like an extra thirty seconds no, for your team. No, no, the phone call earlier you said I talk about them too much, anyways. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I think the Packers are good, and obviously my eleven and five assumes Rodgers is on the field. Um, but uh, yeah, Houston, I got going ten and six. You got them going twelve and four. Sporting News has them at a more mild nine and seven, and NFL and NFL Analytics follows that with a nine point four. Um, you know, again, this assumes Deshaun Watson plays all year. I really like Jadavian Clowney um, on the defense there. Um, you know, I really hope Deshaun Watson. You know, I talked about this a lot already. Um, I just hope Deshaun Watson, you know, kind of has a uh, can match his performance from last year and stretch it over sixteen weeks. Indy, you have at seven and nine. I have at three and thirteen. Um, Sporting News six and ten, and then NFL Analytics five point three. Um, seems that you and Sporting News are a little bit optimistic. Not optimistic, I guess. Seven and nine isn't the best record in the world, but and, and yeah, my three and thirteen is probably just because I'm so used to watching them bumble is, around. Is your three and thirteen with more of a Jac- Jacoby Brissett led team or an Andrew Luck led team? I'm Jacoby Brissett, but I mean, it's just until Andrew Luck comes back and plays at the level he was playing before he got hurt i i I have no confidence in the rest of that squad well that's fair yeah i I, you know my my record with india was assuming andrew luck was there all year and uh i think andrew luck is enough of a game changer to get him some extra wins they wouldn't have before but um next we got jacksonville um starting quarterback the boat um jacksonville i got going 11 and 5 you have him going 13 and 3 sport news has him at 13 and 3 um and then nfl analytics has him at a at a 10.44 um so you know 13 and 3 seems generous i'm surprised sporting news would go that high i mean their defense is rock solid don't get me wrong i'm a firm believer in saxonville but uh let's not forget who their quarterback is i i you know i love blake bortle as a man so much but uh you know let's not pretend he hasn't thrown away some games with some badly timed picks or poorly thrown passes um so 11 and 5 i think is supremely riding that defense right um kansas city you have at five and eleven i have yep. at eleven and five sporting news has them in the middle at eight and eight and then nfl analytics has them at 10.3 so not a lot of uh not a lot of agreement across the board there um not a believer in Mahomes. no i'm really not and they lost uh what was their offensive coordinator though justin casey who went to the bears i mean i know andy Reid pretty much runs the offense there but uh i don't know not a huge believer in Mahomes, at least not in his first year as a starter um you know al yeah and i have no more comment than that really just i don't not a firm believer in this team their defense took some hits too yeah so. for sure understandable <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, uh, the Chargers. Chargers have a soft spot in my heart, as Josh knows, and a lot of, a lot of these listeners probably know. Um, I had them only going to ten, a mild ten and six, though. I shouldn't say mild; that's a winning playoff record, but it's not super exciting at the, at the same time. You have them going an even eight and eight. Sporting News is very optimistic with them going thirteen and three, and then NFL Analytics has them at a nine point five. Um, you know, I. I, I love the Chargers. Um, I think they're a well-built team. You know, it's hard to say a team's unlucky, but the Chargers get just fucked with injuries every year. And uh, they've already lost some key components for this year, which blows for them. But uh, I, I want, I, re- I so badly want Rivers to get a ring. Um, if, if it was a Chargers-Vikings Super Bowl, I'd have a hard time choosing who to root for. Well, he's going to need that uh, extra money from winning a Super Bowl to feed all 25 of his kids. That's true. Um, the Rams, you have at 10 and six, I have at 14 and two, um, sporting news has them kind of in the middle at 12 and four. And then NFL analytics has them at 9.2 wins. Um, I have them at 14 and two, just because all of their off season moves, they're, they're, they're win now mode. Um, I love Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is my favorite player in the NFL. Um, their defense is solid. Um, they're just a really well rounded team. I can see 10 and six though. If Jared Goff regresses from what he did last year, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, I, I would put Jared Goff, and this might be offensive to some, but I put Jared Goff in the same categories as Dak Prescott. I think he's a serviceable quarterback, um, and he doesn't have the legs that Dak Prescott would have. Um, so maybe Jared Goff is a little better passing, but he's not that dual threat. And um, I had another thought, but oh, and, they're, and the, all their offseason moves. Sure, they're trying to like you know. St- pad their pad their you know roster but uh it almost gives me like dream team you know the whole dream team thing usually doesn't work out so often so i'm not a firm believer in that um but i mean you know maybe they go 16 and 0 and i look like a fucking idiot um miami um i have them going seven and nine you have them at two and 14 um and then supporting news supports you at two and 14 and then nfl nfl analytics which i'll never say on the first go um gives them 6.7 so you know i don't think ryan Tannehill's bad um i think adam gase isn't uh, i think adam gase is a good coach if, if if any man can get jay cutler to play better than jay cutler normally would i yeah that's a man i have to believe in so i think that the, they won't do as bad as two and 14 maybe they don't do quite as good as seven to nine but it hard to Definitely do worse than two and 14 team. okay well you know what i mean though yeah um yeah so after miami minnesota you have them at nine and seven i have them at 11 and five sporting news has them at 12 and four and nfl analytics has them at 9.9 um not i mean fairly consistent across the board obviously one of the best defenses in the nfl um decent decent offensive skill positions delvin cook everybody's on that hype train and yeah i understand he he did quite a bit last year in the four games he was given but it was four games in the nfl um and so when you have four plastic bags and a half-eaten bag of doritos on the offensive line you're you, you gotta um you gotta really hope for some magic to happen um in order to win more than you did last year so that's why i have him less than 13 and three yeah, no, that's fair. I have them at nine and seven again in my in my predictions here. We'll talk about the playoff scenarios in a little bit, but I have Minnesota missing the playoffs. I don't give a shit how good this team looks on paper. Minnesota will find one way or another to fuck it up. We're not a team that sustains success, not since Bud Grant. So, one way or another, either Cousins gets hurt or the old line is literally paper mache. Whatever happens, nine and seven is mainly riding the defense. I don't give a shit. We're we're missing the playoffs for sure. 
Um, that was more cynical than I expected. Uh, sorry, Vikings fans, which is most of our listeners. Uh, New England is next. Um, 12 and 4 is what I got on that. Josh, you got him at 13 and 3. Sporting News has him at 13 and 3. And NFL Analytics gave him uh, an 11.3. Uh, we all agree. The New England's in the playoffs every fucking year. It doesn't matter. They're probably going to get that first round by. They'll probably at least be in the AFC Championship game, if not the Super Bowl. Brady's too good. Belichick's too good. Um, CPAT's there. I hope he has some success because I'm a big fan of him as a player. And uh, yeah, New England is, is almost an automatic lock every year. Did you see? Okay, um, kind of a uh, sidebar here, but sure. their uh, their depth chart for wide receiver. Um, somebody shared it, and I don't know if it was accurate or not. But there were four players, four. Most guys carry it six, seven, sometimes eight wide receivers into uh, into the season um, on their depth chart. I mean, they also have four. like six running backs, though, don't they? Yeah, um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, Gronk's a pass catcher, um, but Chris Hogan's their number one guy. He played uh, lacrosse. Um, no, he did not. Their number two guy, I don't even know. And then Corderell, I think, was number three. Wait, number two, what was uh, was it Philip Dorsett? Maybe. Um, but then um, you don't know who Philip Dorsett is. I know who I know who he is, but I don't know of like I don't know if he was on there. Um, it was just okay. a quick thing. Um, Moving on, sorry about that sidebar. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans, you have them at thirteen and three. I have them at fourteen and two. Sporting News has them at thirteen and three, and NFL Analytics has them at eleven point three. Um, fairly consistent across the board. Playoff team last year, um, improved defense, improved offense, make Kamara great again. Um, and so, um, yeah, moving on. Yeah, New Orleans is. Uh, I have them in the Super Bowl. So, um, the Giants seven and nine. I have them seven and nine. Josh has them at four and twelve. Um, Sporting News has them seven and nine, and NFL Analytics has them um, at pretty much eight. It's eight point oh oh three. If anyone cares that much, they give them a three one thousandths. Um, but yeah, Eli Manning can be good. I mean, the dudes beat Brady in the Super Bowl twice. Um, I think Saquon's going to be good. Um, but you know, it's, uh, the, the defense can always be a question mark and obviously Eli Manning's play can be a question mark. So I, I give him seven to nine, but, uh, that's like a plus or minus four. Cause there's so many intangibles next. Yeah. New York jets. <laughs> um, you have met two and 14. <laughs> I have met three and 13 sport news has met four and 12 and NFL analytics has met 6.2. Um, bad team next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the only comment I can add to that is uh, the Jets are a garbage team until they prove otherwise. I'd love for them to prove me wrong, but until then, you're garbage. Um, Oakland, 9-7, and seven, the John Gruden. Um, uh, I have them 9-7. and seven. You have them 4-12, and a little discrepancy there. Um, Sporting News has them 7-9, and nine, and then NFL Alex has them at 5.7. Josh, why 4-12? and 12? Uh, their defense was garbage last year, even with Cleo Mack. They just got rid of Cleo Mack. Um, Derek Carr was rather inconsistent. Um, there's just a lot of, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Marshawn, I guess, even though, you know, he's beast mode. Um, he did great in Seattle. I don't think he did a whole lot last year um, from uh, contributing to the team standpoint. I know he did some stuff in fantasy. He was decent. Um, but I guess I'm just not a big fan of Gruden. I think you are, sir. Moving on, Philly, Philadelphia. Um, Is that that's me? Um, <laughs> uh, you ha- you and I have them at thirteen and three. Um, Sporting News has them twelve and four. NFL Analytics has them eleven point seven. So we are are we are all in agreement that they are going to do well again. 
Yep. I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but, uh, um, you know, I, I, I would like to give my 13, I can't speak for you, but I'd give my 13 and three, like, uh, you know, I can't say plus or minus four cause that doesn't make any sense, but you know, I'd definitely give a lot of range to my Philadelphia record because like I said, I read that one article that convinced me that this team had a lot of overturn at, at coaching and other things. And Carson Wentz is coming off injury. So while they look great and we hope they can perform as well as last year, we don't know. Oh no, I agree. hundred percent. Um, Pittsburgh, pretty much another AFC lock. Maybe not quite as good as the uh, Patriots, but um, pretty much the number two in the AFC when you're talking about great teams. Um, I got them ten and six. You got them twelve and four. Sporting News has eleven and five, and NFL Analytics has a ten point nine. Um, yeah, like I said, Pittsburgh's a good team. You know, Big Ben. I'm not really a big fan of his as a person, but uh, dude's a good quarterback. Antonio Brown's a fucking beast. Le'Veon Bell, when he's on the field and not being you know a more of a whiny guy. Like I understand this guy wants to get paid, but um, if you're not on the field, you're less likely to get paid. I don't understand what his strategy is, but uh, you know, a good AFC team, Josh. I know you're high on the Steelers, so feel free to add uh, your personal comments if you have them. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm high on the Steelers just because they are good. Um, there's, I mean, Nikita loves the Steelers, so if we were to give her a chance to speak about them, she'd just say that she loves AB because that's her boy. Um, I remember when I started dating Nikita. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's my current wife. Um, your current wife? Who's your future wife, Josh? We're going to have to cut, make another edit to these podcasts. It'll, it'll be Nikita still. Um, okay. But uh, she was an Antonio Brown fan before the NFL was an Antonio Brown fan. Uh, she asked for his jersey, and I was like, who um and so she she spotted talent from a mile away um and we went and saw them play in lambeau field or at lambeau field in the snow and it was a great game even though the packers lost um (laughs) that was back when eddie lacy wasn't eating cheeseburgers and he was scoring tutters um but moving on to seattle um another one that's fairly consistent across the board you have met five and eleven i have met six and ten sporting news has met seven and nine and then nfl analytics 6.3 I don't think the 90-year-old gum chomp and Pete Carroll is going to be able to uh, do much with the roster that they have right now. Yeah, Russell Wilson's the only reason I gave him five wins. That mm-hmm. defense is done. That offensive line has never existed. I had him at 2-14 and 14 until I remembered uh, Russell Wilson still existed. <laughs> yep, so next, San Fran. Um, I know I know how you feel about it. I'm a big believer in the Jimmy G and the, and the Shanahan connection there. Um, uh, so anyway, San Fran eleven and five is what I got. You got seven and nine. Um, Sporting News has ten and six, and NFL Analytics has a seven point nine. Um, so yeah, I you know obviously I'm not going to say Jimmy G is the next Tom Brady. That's generous for sure. But um, I think this team made some good moves in the off season, and uh, you know I'm really excited to see Jimmy G get a full sixteen games. You know I know he had kind of an injury there when he got a chance to start. I think it was last year, two years two years ago, whenever Brady was suspended. Um, but yeah, uh, Jimmy G, I think he's, he's a good quarterback, the Italian stallion. And, uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to be, um, a complete bust. Obviously he's shown some flashes of talent, but for, for people who can think that he's going to go out there and he's just going to continue winning like he ha- he was at the end of the year. Um, I don't necessarily buy into it as much. Um, they just lost Jarek McKinnon. Um, they're rolling out M- Matt Breida and Alfred Morris, who's, probably got a check into the retirement home after he retires next year how dare um, you <laughs> yep um but um i wouldn't be shocked if they did have a winning record um i'm just not buying into it as much right now it's okay um, to be wrong it's i do like i do love marquise goodwin very very fast human being but i mean richard sherman i think is their number one corner right now and he's coming off of an achilles surgery injury um and so that i mean yeah it'll be they'll have they'll have a lot to prove but if if you know, if I were to give, like I said earlier, um, 
all of these wins are going to be wins losses are plus or minus two um this is probably one of those teams where i'm more confident in saying it's a plus two um than a minus two tampa bay four and twelve for you four and twelve for me four point one for nfl analytics and one and fifteen for sporting news apparently they do not like um tampa bay i guess i can't blame them after looking at their roster um Mike Evans had a down year last year. Um, I unfortunately drafted him in one of my leagues, but he was the best wide receiver available, so I felt like throwing up. Um, But, uh, yeah, not a big fan of that team as a whole. I think Jameis Winston is garbage um, as a human being and as a player. Um, And then um, really the only redeeming quality, the reason I gave him four wins was because of Fitzmagic. Yep, I respect that. Um, next is Tennessee. Um, you're the only ten I see. Um, I gave them nine and seven. You gave them eight and eight. Sporting News gave them ten and six. There's another ten then. Yep, and then uh, a seven. Uh, NFL Analytics gave them seven point two. Um, so yeah, nine and seven. You know, I recently when the Wire Team Sucks article came out for um, Tennessee. Um, that, that Drew Marjorie had put in a clip of um, all Marcus Mariota's. Um, interceptions from last year and it really turned me off on the guy he throws a lot of picks um but yeah they're a playoff team last year they upset the chief so as someone who owned marcus Mariota in a couple leagues last year for fantasy i have never been more frustrated with another human being in my life there you go and i couldn't hate him because he's such a nice guy um but anyways washington the other gruden um you have him at seven and nine I have him at 4 and 12. Sporting News has him at 2 and 14. And NFL Analytics has him at 7.7. So a little bit of discrepancy there, a little bit of range. We all agree that they're going to have a losing record. I don't, I mean, I love Alex Smith. I think he's a decent quarterback. He's a good really? game manager. Um, yeah, I just I just don't have any faith in their skill positions. Uh, they brought in AP, um, who I'm surprised didn't ride a camel to the practice facility on the first day. Josh, 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 hold on. You fucking crazy man. You sound insane. Do you realize that? You should be medicated. That was more for the Alex Smith comment, but continue. Yeah. I mean, I don't see what you... I mean, he was one of the... I think he was the number two... I think he finished number two or three in a couple of different scoring or standard scoring leagues for fantasy points last year. That was all scheme. That was all the the offensive coordinator. I don't think Alex Smith is the real deal. I mean, he's a serviceable quarterback. I don't think he's going to perform the same in Washington. Okay. Um yeah, but and yet you have him winning more games than me. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, right. you, if you love the guy so much, why do you have him going forward fucking 12? New system. I mean, I agree to this scheming, <laughs> um, but they're they're just kind of a mess around their skill positions. Um, Jordan Reed can't stay healthy. Um, so that's kind of what we have for the, the, the kind of the regular season predictions. I know you did a playoff bracket. I have yet to set mine up, so I'll probably do that while you discuss yours just because... Yeah, let me just grab my paper here. Yep, take your time. Uh, oh, I'll take my time, Josh. So I'm just kidding. I won't go that slow. But all right, so I'll just kind of go the AFC side, then the NFC side, then I'll talk Super Bowl. So um, in the sixth seed, I had Oakland. Um, in the fifth seed, I had Pittsburgh. Uh, the fourth seed was Houston. And the third seed was the, the Chargers. Um, so that's how week one shakes out. Um, I have Houston beating Pittsburgh. Get fucked, Big Ben. And then I have the Chargers beating Oakland. Um, you know i mean this is just kind of you know i think he i think deshaun watson if he's healthy can can destroy a pittsburgh team um and i think the chargers have the edge over oakland if they can you know not be as unlucky quote unquote um as they have been 
And then so my other two playoff teams were Jacksonville and New England. Those two got the buys in the AFC. Um, New England, of course, with the one seed and Jacksonville at two. Um, so the playoff matches, how they'll shake out. Then with the Chargers winning, they play Jacksonville. And with Houston winning, they play New England. Um, so I have Jacksonville beating the Chargers. Um, and then I have New England beating Houston, obviously, because they're New England. Um, so the AFC Championship game is New England-Jacksonville. Um, and I have New England winning again. I'd love to see Bortles kind of upset that, but... Probably not. Um, in the NFC, I have as the sixth seed the Rams, um, as the fifth seed Dallas, as the fourth seed San Francisco, and as the third seed Green Bay. Um, in the Dallas San Fran matchup, I have San Fran winning, just because again, you know, like I talked about a little bit ago, I'm a, a firm believer in the Jimmy G, um, or at least I'm very optimistic. I shouldn't say firm believer because I don't have a lot of proof, but I'm very optimistic about that. I have I've got some faith, if you will. Faith um, is more based on, I guess, the unseen than the the proven facts. But um, and then with the Rams, Green Bay, I have Green Bay winning, of course, just because Aaron Rodgers is good. Um, I hold nothing against the guy, even if I hate the Packers. And I don't really like Rodgers as a person. Um, but anyways, my other two NFC teams were Philadelphia at the two seed and New Orleans at the one seed. Um, I have both New Orleans and Philadelphia winning their game. So New Orleans beats San Fran and Philadelphia beats Green Bay. Um, so this means the NFC championship game is New Orleans versus Philly. And I have New Orleans winning that. Um, so that means our Super Bowl matchup, um, Super Bowl 53. I'm not sure where it's played this year. I think it's played in Atlanta and the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Um, I don't guess I don't know if it's called the Superdome. Probably not, but... Oh, no, that's the that's the New Orleans Stadium. Yikes. Mercedes-Benz, whatever the fuck stadium. Um, that's going to be New England and New Orleans. Um, and I have New Orleans actually winning uh, the Super Bowl. So, like I, like I talked about earlier when we, we went through our records, I'm a firm believer in Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. I think that offense is high-powered, high-octane. Um, and I think the defense got better throughout the offseason. So... I got New Orleans beating the Patriots. Sorry, Tom Brady. Back-to-back Super Bowl losses. Josh, it looked like you were done. Yeah, I I just uh, I hustled cheeks through this. Um, hustled so, cheeks. So I am not sure whether or not I got the seating correct here. Um, and if I did get it wrong and you're out there and you're fact-checking me. Um, Fuck off. Well, not going to go that far, but I'll just let you know I don't care. Um, <laughs> and so for the sixth seed, I have Minnesota in the NFC. Uh, fifth seed, I have Green Bay. Um which makes no sense already. I can see that because that would be two wild card teams, and um, their Green just, Bay was winning the division. Anyways, um, fourth Philly, um, then North New Orleans, and then the buys I had given to um, the Rams, and then Atlanta. Um, and so I had Green Bay advancing, playing the Rams, and then beating the Rams to advance to the NFC Championship game. Um, and then I had New Orleans beating Minnesota, a little bit of redemption after they should have won in uh, Minnesota, um, but then the Minneapolis miracle happened. Um, and then I have them beating Atlanta, um, which wouldn't happen either, I don't believe. Um, but then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> great bracket, Josh. Maybe you can redeem yourself next week. But yeah, maybe maybe we'll have a, a maybe we'll put more than thirty redaction. seconds after. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, the other side is going to be just as ugly. And so I have, let's just say the Super Bowl, I have Jacksonville and New Orleans, and New Orleans wins. We both have New Orleans winning the Super Bowl, really? Do you just... Did you I, steal that based on me talking about it, or was no, that really your I, intuition? I, I love New Orleans as a team. Drew Brees needs to get another ring. Um, Sean Payton may be kind of kind of uh, an annoying head coach. Um, he's no Pete Carroll, though. Pete Carroll, yeah, I hate you. Um, but New Orleans, um, 
Elvin Kamara, you already know how high I am on him. Oh, um, you're a Drew Brees, uh, their defense is is fairly solid. They're young and they're they're competing. They've got a, a, a taste in their mouth after last season. They want to have some redemption after that Minneapolis miracle. A taste in their mouth, huh, Josh? Yep. Um, I think um, looking at the time here, we're at around 42 minutes. We should probably move on. Um, yep. I'm Joel Josh is going to let you know. I was going to put you on a 15-minute timer to, to, to kind of talk about all the different fancy teams because I did want to sneak in a call here at the at the end. So, um, Aren't you going to talk about anything? Well, absolutely. I mean, we'll go back and forth. We'll have a conversation. I'm just saying I'm putting this – sorry, I'm putting this section then on a 15-minute uh, timer then. All right. So we'll we'll make it a little bit quick here. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, the Hidden Oaks Redraft League had a draft the other day. Um, and so we're going to discuss that a little bit. Um, after looking at some of the teams, I mean, I know I mentioned Nikita is my wife, but my favorite teams – the favorite drafts, I should say. Um, Nikita was probably my favorite, and then Willie. Ooh. But, I mean, Nikita, Nikita's team is rounded off with Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, um, Derek Henry, um, Jordan Howard, and then she has Russell Wilson at QB. Um, Willie has um, D- David Johnson, Alex Collins, who I'm high on as well this year, AJ Green, A-Rob, and then Kelsey. Um and so both, I, I mean, I just like both teams. They have some solid, their skill positions are pretty solid. Um, my least favorite team, Odell, Ertz, and Cook, or that's Garrett's team, I should say. Those are his three best players. Um, unfortunately, Garrett also had Le'Veon Bell, who looks like he's, no, he doesn't have Le'Veon Bell. I have league. Le'Veon Bell. How yeah. fucking dare you? Um, I forget. Oh, he has Mark Ingram. That's who I'm thinking of, um, who's not playing the first four weeks. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's too busy getting fucking swole right after the draft so obviously this is just based on what's going on now um for the best wide receivers in this draft i have my wife again and, and me um, but nikita's wide receivers going to her bench are i mean antonio brown Devonta adams and emmanuel sanders are her stars and she has Aguilar, who is i believe the best producing slot receiver last year and then Doxon, who's the number one in um in Washington right now. Um, myself, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Sterling Shepard, Josh Garden, and Keelan Cole. Um, and so, I, I, I mean, I just Keelan like those. Keelan Cole, I don't care if he's the fucking starter. He does not belong in the, uh, in the elite list, Josh. I don't give a shit how much you like the guy. Well, can you tell me who led the league in receiving yards for the last five weeks last season? Okay, okay, Josh, you're going to cherry-pick all these random stats just to support your argument? This is garbage. All right, I'm sorry. Um, best no, running not. backs? You no, know, you're right, I'm not. <clears throat> best running backs, Brad, just because he has Gurley. But then he also snagged Shady, and then he has Chris Thompson as well, who I think is going to be solid, especially um, if I didn't mention our league is PPR. Um, and then Derek, who has Leonard Fournette, um, Melvin Gordon, but he, he doesn't have much depth. I think on his bench he had, like... Um, yeah, he didn't. He didn't know. draft his third running back until like round thirteen. Yeah, um, and then best best tight end position. Oh wait, never mind. Our commissioner decided to rid the league of tight ends and That's, instead have wide receiver jo- tight end okay. flex spots. Hey, hey, Josh, uh, how many tight ends could you start last year? How Two. Many? Okay, how many tight ends could you start this year? Four. Okay, did I rid the tight end position? You made us change our draft strategy to avoid the tight end position. That wh- wh- that doesn't make it. Why would you avoid a position that could produce you points every week? <laughs> See, Josh, this is my problem. I'm not, I don't want to get too deep into it, but all the arguments I've heard about this change that I've made, this taking away the exclusive tight end position and putting all the catching positions to wide receiver slash tight end, 
there have all been like dumb emotional arguments. If you guys can show me some stats or some data on why the tight end position is important, then great. Otherwise, all I did was make the league more flexible for a 12-person team. Might be expanding to or 12-person league might be expanding to 14 next year, and uh, there's realistically four good tight ends. Agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> next, next, I want to run through. Um, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, we had some feedback from our Reddit Dynasty League. Um, I forget the blood, sweat, and Putting beers. beers. Yeah, yep. I was gonna say beer steers and queers, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why. The only um, thing we got are steers and queers, and I don't see any fucking uh, udders on you. <laughs> um, they they wanted a little bit more rundown. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to do a huge breakdown of our draft just because, uh, A, I'm not sure you guys are going to listen to this again, and B, I'm really lazy individual. Um, and so I just have a quick rundown. <clears throat> um, check my balls. You have too many Vikings on your team. All I did was say ish. Um, and so that's that's all I really had for your notes. Um, granted, I mean, it's a dynasty league, so everybody has their yeah, the losers in Yes, we are. Um, and so, um, Colm's team, I thought it was a well-rounded team. He's also the guy who doesn't want to play anymore. Um, apparently I don't know if he just doesn't like us as individuals. If well, no, he does. Well, it wasn't a money issue. He didn't want to put in $10 or whatever that, uh, it was, yeah, just, um, producing the funds and finding a, a method of doing so. Um, I like the carrier pigeon idea. Someone tossed out there. Um, I have six or seven living underneath my deck, so I could have bought, borrowed him one. Will um, that really make it to Australia? Oh shoot! I suppose I'd have to teach him how to fly upside down. Um, but uh, <laughs> You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, cock knocker, um, best name. I'll give you that. Um, you, your team as a whole, and I don't know if you're the one that mentioned it in the chat during the draft that your average age was 23. I think that was Happy Bears fan. Okay. That was like after like pick four or five. So okay, yeah. Um, but you're you you have the best name, and then my other note is that your your team is younger than Dane Cook's girlfriend, but it has really good potential. So I, I really like some of the draft picks that you took. So is he more of a winner this year, or a winner like two three years from now? I think. Um, I mean, it's the NFL, so who knows what could happen? I mean, well, okay. guys like Juju last year surprised people, had great seasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you could. I think in the next few years, if these guys. Um, produce at their um like kind of projected potential he'd be a tough team to beat um erect dicker another great name um young squad 50 percent 2018 rookie class and 50 percent of free agent players uh you might want to check a bench i think four or five of them haven't signed anywhere yet um it's all strategic josh he knows more than we do okay <laughs> well i mean we have a podcast so <laughs> yeah okay um dalton abbey um nice nice plan words there first on i just want to give a shout out to this poor ass motherfucker who has to be a Bengals fan that's got to be so fucking rough yeah no i'm 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 and that comes from a vikings fan should we take a moment of silence but we don't have that much time you only gave me 15 minutes um i I put a note down here saying that it's maybe my favorite team it's well-rounded in all your skill positions and then it's led by the godgers um and so um good job there um, TD my pants, um, touchdown my pants, I guess, um, makes more sense for me to say the full word instead of my abbreviation on here. Um, I love your starting running backs. Not a lot of depth in that position from what I looked at. Um, wide receivers are all mid high second tier with insane depth. Um, and, and I guess my note on that, um, was that all of your guys there, none of them are like the Antonio Browns or the Julio Joneses of the world, but all of them are those guys that are just kind of a little bit below that 
including your benched wide receivers. So I uh, might have to toss a trade your way here and there. Um, Futbuckers, um, when I first read your team name, thought it was Fuddruckers, which is a restaurant. Um, you have Kamara, Juju, and Diggs, young guys. Um, and then a few questions, but a lot of potential with the youth. Um, Chiefs stop, lose. I, I don't know if that's like some play on words that I'm just not getting or if it's like um, if, if it's just you, you lived in a cave. Well, see, it, it translates from Australian, Josh. I don't know if you realize, but uh, you know, should Australian I read it upside speak down? English. <laughs> God. Yes, Josh, you should. Um, young running backs, Mixon and Leonard Fournette, love them. Um, decent wide receiver core and a solid bench, so another good team. I think we play you week one, um, so that should be interesting. I think we're projected the same or very close to the same. Um, two girlies, one cup. You have zero girlies on your team. Um, so I <laughs> uh, made a note on that. You're, Does he have cup at least? I didn't see. I don't think so. Um, All right. Bold move, I, you, your, your squad would be perfect for a super duper oh, three fuck. quarterback squad. Josh, flex I'm going to interrupt everything you're saying. I need the bold move cotton fucking soundboard bit, and I need it now. God, I'm upset that I don't have it yet. Sorry, continue. Um, you have five or six total quarterbacks. You were auto-drafted, and so um, you have a decent win-now squad, but in a few years... Oh, was that, was that the Team USA? I believe so. Um, happy Bears fan. There's no such thing as a Happy Bears fan. Um, you stole all of our picks. If I remember correctly, in our podcast, we swore at you half a dozen times for stealing picks that we were talking about. Um, if I'm going to be honest, you have solid running backs, solid wide receivers, overall decent squad. So another, you know, well-rounded squad. Obviously, it's post-draft. Everyone's happy about their squad. Um, we're not getting too much of a deep dive. I'm not going to give everybody their analytics on how tall their wide receivers or running backs are. Um, Maybe but, you should. But I'm really hoping that you're a happy Bears fan because of your um, fantasy squad and not your real-life team. Um, Brett and Brett, I love your one and two wide receivers, Nuke and Julio. Um, you have upside young wideouts um, and solid pass catching backs, which is helpful in a PPR league. But um, I didn't see many like bell cow backs. Um, and then our team, Hidden Oaks. Um, and so we will be sending you in our private chat um, the address that you can send our trophy and winnings to because I we have the best team. Obviously. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I didn't take any notes. I know that, I mean, they had per, they had requested out my name. Obviously, I think it's just because I posted out the podcast, but they said, you know, they'd love if we did a breakdown of their teams. Um, and we really didn't do that here. So I guess if you guys actually end up listening to this podcast and that's something you really want, maybe Josh and I can work that in logistically. Um, but, you know, we're trying to, you know, the, the whole reason of this podcast was to drive engagement um, from the leagues we have with, you know, our friends here. But, I mean, if you guys listen and you're willing to listen like every week or at least you know every other week or so we'll definitely be willing to give you more time i guess you'll just have to um let us know that you listened and then either like us on facebook or email us and uh then that's how we'll kind of yeah know. no my 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 idea behind this was just kind of do a rundown talk about everybody team make fun of it a little bit and without too much of a deep dive if we get feedback in the slack Gosh, chat I had a nickel for every time you said deep dive in the past five minutes i'd be a rich fucking man i i mean i think i think it's a great phrase and i think i'm on reddit too much because that's on there all the time um but if they comment on the Slack chat without us posting anything to it, um, then then I think definitely work them in, add them to our schedule, similar to what we do with our Dynasty League for Hoax, as well as the Coon Rapids, um, things like that. Um, 
because so far so good in this group. Um, moving on to our Hidden Oaks dynasty with our group of friends. Um, there are some roster moves. Jalen added Adam Shaheen, Adam Humphreys, and Adam Sandler to his roster. He dropped Martavis Bryant. Um, Hammer dropped Dan Bailey. And then Connor dropped Cleo Mack, a.k.a. the Bears defense. Um, there was a big trade that happened a week ago. Um, I don't have the details on it. Garlic, do you? I'm scrolling currently as we speak. We just found it right as you said that. So the big is, you know, Nate, Nate used the term blockbuster trade. And I think, you know, he likes that, that uh, language about it. So we'll keep that true. Um, so the, the, here was the trade. Um, Nate, this is what he received. Nate received Odell Beckham Jr., Duke Johnson and a 2019 second rounder just to make sure people understand for context that is we do a rookie draft every year it's not a redraft league so that second round pick is a, a second round talent rookie um, so it's definitely worth less than a normal second round pick in a, in a redraft league but if it's a deep draft class or if it's like a, if it's like an 11 or 12 pick because the team did shit last year um, then it could be a good pick um, and then Nate lost in that trade Brandon Cooks and Kareem Hunt so again just to recap um, that trade was Odell Beckham Duke Johnson and a 2019 second round for Brandon Cooks and Kareem Hunt and Derek was the one who received Brandon Cooks and Kareem Hunt those were the deets um so then we can talk then I want to jump into some of the matchups that we have and uh, um <laughs> in, uh... in the redraft league Garrett versus Josh I have Garrett winning that game because I can't have nice things um Ooh. Nikita versus Nate I have Nate beating Nikita um just because Nate has a pretty solid roster um Willie and Derek the brother bowl i have that as the closest matchup with willie wing was that based on projections or your own intuition own intuition because i think yours and jordan's was closer um jamie versus t um i have t winning brad versus hammer i have brad beating hammer by the biggest blowout um and then garlic versus jordan i have jordan upsetting garlic and that was before the Le'Veon bell news broke i got james connor i'm all good i'm not worried well, I know, but he's no Le'Veon. Um, in the Hidden Oaks Dynasty League, Josh versus T, I have me winning. Um, sorry, T. I also have that as the biggest blowout of the week. Get fucked, T. Yep. Hammer versus Jalen, I have Jalen winning. Um, I hate you, Jalen. Just kidding. Um, Kevin no, versus not. Derek, I have Derek winning. Nate versus Connor, I have Connor winning. And then Willie versus Garlic, I have Garlic winning in the closest matchup of the week. Ooh, suck it, Willie. Um Coon Rapids Dynasty. I didn't want to do everybody's matchup, but just our two teams. Um, I mean, we're the most important people in the absolutely. league. Absolutely. Plus, I, they're not going to listen. Who cares? I mean, Alex or Ryan might. You that's know. true. I mean, Walters. I shouldn't call him Ryan. No one does. But. Walters isn't even in that league. so. Um, oh, but he might listen to the podcast. True. Um, I play Tyler. Sleeper has this as a 50-50 split. And I give Tyler the edge just because his wide receivers are more consistent than mine. Um, and if anybody who knows Tyler um, or anybody who knows Tyler knows that he has six or seven horseshoes shoved up his ass. Um, garlic versus Ratzloff. This is an auto win for garlic at this point. Um, garlic. Ratzloff is going in without a kicker defense. And then he has Ingram in a starting lineup for week one. Um, for the Reddit Dynasty League, if you're still listening after no, we no, did no. your... No, no, no. They've turned out. They've tuned out. Well, if you're still listening, um, I haven't heard that 15-minute timer go off. Um, <laughs> I didn't set an actual timer. No. Well, I have Chiefs stop lose um, beating us because it's only fitting that we lose because we're the ones podcasting um, and people think we know what we're talking about, but in all reality, we're, we're just kind of making it up as we go. Gosh, have we ever given the... the, the oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ugh. 
Have we ever given the impression that we have any fucking clue what we're talking about? We barely prepare for this. We wing the podcast at best. I don't think anyone's convinced that we're any sorts of experts. We have album art, though, so that's kind of... Ooh, yeah. shout out to Levi Oki. Again, um, we want our royalties. Um, but uh, but that's not... We would pay him royalties. What are you talking about? That's not how that works. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything, Garlic. Um, in our Hidden Oaks Redraft League, we are doing something different. Um, and so with our week one, we have a 13-week side bet set up. Um, and so with our week one side bet, it is a highest scoring starting team. So for the starters, whoever has the highest total score, that winner will get $5 at the end of the year. Um, and so at this point in time, I haven't... Um, I would say that right now, I think it's going to be either Brad or Nate um, who are going to get that um, just based on what I have. I don't even have notes. I'm just making it up, I guess. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Josh. I think <laughs> um, I was counting on you. And so um, th- those that's kind of how it goes. And the next week um, is going to be a completely different side bet. So we'll update you who won this week as well as what the next week's side bet is. Do you have anything to add, Gar? Uh, well, so, I mean, here's kind of our options. Obviously, we're, we're getting close to that 15-minute marker, but I did say that every week we're going to do picks on the podcast, so I don't know if you'd rather do picks before or after the call. Let's do it after. Can't we include the call? Uh, I, what do you mean, can't we include the call? What Could they be a part of the picks? Uh, I mean, if we want them to go through, I mean, they're not going to have a schedule sitting in front of them. They're probably going to be ill-prepared. Oh, you want to? Okay. That's fine. I, I, I thought you were just doing certain picks for certain weeks or certain games, not... Never mind. I mean, we can, we can do it just two if you want. Like, we could do, like, the Fox News type uh, one lock and one upset. I figured we'd just do full picks, but... I would say lock and upset. <sighs> Josh, I hate you so much. But then again, I don't have the lines in front of me either, so... What's that? You don't have the lines in front of you? What, what's this language you're speaking to me right now, Josh? Can you inform us who we're calling? No, 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 Josh. No, we can't. The fact that you don't know honestly makes it better. I know you don't recognize the number, so... Uh, here we go. Connecting. And make sure the audio level's good here. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I sure can. How are you doing today, fine sir? Doing great, Gar. How are you doing? Oh, I am living the dream, Connor. Um, you know, just trying to get you on the podcast here. Uh, kind of, But you're still kind of a stranger to most of us, realistically. I've only seen you in person one time, I think. Just tell us a little about yourself to start here. Well, uh, as you guys have talked about in the last couple of podcasts, I did uh, listen to him do a little bit of my homework before I came in. Ooh, nice. But, uh, my name's Connor. I am uh, definitely the probably the youngest one of the group. I'm only 21, and I'm still in college. Ew. I'm going to the University of Minnesota as a pre-med student. Oh, good for um, you. I got joined in this league as a friend of a friend of a friend. And That's correct. every connection I have to this league has now dropped out. So, uh, yeah, like we said, I am kind of the Ted without AIDS. Yes, at least. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, Ted didn't get AIDS until later in life, so you still got a chance, boss. Yeah, I mean, we're going to hope, right? Yep, and then so I believe, if I remember from your Facebook correctly, you live in Champlin, is that right? Are you from Champlin, at least? Yeah, I uh, I was born in Bookham Park, uh, raised there until I got old, and we moved here to Champlin, but I pretty much spent my whole life in Champlin. Oh, cool. Uh, Josh, I know you don't know much about Connor. Do I have any questions for him? No, I mean, I know he holds on to Josh Gordon with some high regard there, so uh, I, I think he's pretty smart. All right, all right. So You know, everybody for the last two years has told me, just drop him. You can pick him up. Just drop him. Just drop him. And now, my finally, my, uh, my little hint, my feeling has come to fruition, and I'm ready to capitalize. 
I'm thinking what thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns, and then week two happens. <laughs> we can only hope, right? Nice. I like it. Uh, um, so, Connor, uh, are you a Vikings fan then, or how much do you pay attention to actual NFL? I guess I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I got into it right when I got into fantasy. It was actually the uh, Brett Favre year. The, uh, oh, that was same story, bro. Bounty Gate. That was my first year I really cared about football, and I kind of got the rude awakening of how this whole Minnesota sports thing works. Oh, I'm so I mean, I'm glad you, you were unaware until that point in your life, but I'm sorry. This is where you live now with your sports fandom. Well, you know, I'm I'm glad that I didn't like get into it the year after and then get built up for six years and have another Blair Walsh style letdown. But <laughs> I'm glad I kind of got that. Uh, you know, like a, at a restaurant, they break a, they break a glass on the first night, gets away the bad luck. I I'm glad I broke the glass on the first night. I guess you could say. Sure. No, I like that strategy. Um. um so, so what are you thinking for Vikings football here? How do the Vikes do this year? You can give me your predicted record or kind of who you like on the team. Do you like Cousins? Do you like what we did this year? Just kind of you know, give us all your general thoughts about the Vikes. Uh, I'm uh, I'm sniffing about a 12 and four. I know some people have us at 10 wins, 13 wins. I think we clearly take the division. Uh, Josh, you can fuck off with your whatever Packer talk. I don't want to hear none of that. But I uh, I like Kirk. I was a little uh, disheveled by some of the comments that were coming in when we first took him. Everybody's like, oh, have fun with him in the red zone, whatever. I think he'll be fantastic. He finally has at least a feasible offensive line. He's got uh, good defense behind him. Some good weapons there i think that uh i think he's got a whole new uh array of weapons to deal with and he's going to be a completely new quarterback in minnesota so i'm i'm uh glad to have him here and our defense is as deep as it's ever been i mean you you get so built up every year but i've never seen a a defense in minnesota like this and i can only be optimistic a bunch of losers in minnesota oh god that's probably josh's favorite sound clip um if not the vikings are terrible yeah, I, <laughs> I um, will agree with the Vikings defense um, being solid, um, and I do think that your twelve and four record is probably pretty accurate. Um, so I'm not going to trash talk you on that. I do think it's going to be a lot closer for the division, though. Um, obviously, if Rodgers plays all all sixteen, I'm just glad that they didn't get Khalil. I mean, I get that everybody's overamping about how we should uh, try to beef up the O line to worry about Khalil and. Chicago. I'm not too worried about it. If you would have gone to the Packers, that would have gotten me uh, a little riled up. Well, I mean, the Packers, uh, Packers edge rush at this point is they might as well toss me out there. Um, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, I can I can see the fear there. Um, the Bears already had a solid defense to begin with, um, and so adding one more solid piece isn't necessarily going to set them um, set them miles ahead of where they were before. But yeah, I could see your point there. Uh, the, the Packers not getting them. Yep. Um, Connor, do you give a shit about Anthony Barr not being re-signed yet? I know this offseason we spent a lot of time re-signing kind of like our core guys, offensive, defensive. Um, do you think Anthony Barr has a future in Minnesota? Do we re-sign him by, you know, by the time his contract's up, or what does that look like? I honestly really don't have a clue what's going on there. I think it's a little more complicated than we all see, because as you've seen, the guys who want to be here love being here. And Zim's guys, he's built this team up. They love being here. He loves them. He's taking care of them. So the fact that we saw Barr flash in his rookie year, and I think that put this underlying feeling of, okay, don't worry about Barr. He was a great pick. I think if you really dive deep into the, uh, into the film on him, he's a very replaceable player. And I think that maybe some of the antics he's been, maybe some stuff in practice or something, maybe Zim's not being too fond of. I feel like he sees the same thing. And I'm honestly not too worried about him not getting re-signed yet. I feel like if there's, uh, out of that, like, five or six guys we knew can only sign four or five of them, 
I would have picked him as one of my guys that I wouldn't be too uh, worried about re-signing, but that's just me. Sure, beautiful. And I kind of agree. I think uh, I think this kind of changed Barr's attitude once Zim said it. But Zim, at least once in, a, in like a press conference, came out and said that Anthony Barr has a tendency to coast, um, which is like, you know, he's still obviously out on the field, but uh, he's probably not putting in 110%, which kind of is what Zim expects, I think, from all his players. And I think a part of the, the, the equation here, too, is that they signed his buddy. They signed Kendricks right in front of his face as one of those first free agents and probably tried to get him to act a different way, maybe and step it up. And maybe he hasn't. Maybe he didn't take the bait like they wanted him to, and they're ready to just kind of part ways. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. Only time will tell for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess I don't really have a lot more, any more questions for you, Josh. I assume you would speak up if you did, but I definitely would like to give you the opportunity. Since really your only inclusion in this group is through the Dynasty League, I would definitely like to give you the opportunity to talk some trash. I mean, definitely like to be vocal in the league chat. Um, Love it, get, by the way. Yeah. When you insult Jalen, <laughs> I giggle every time. Yeah, we're a big fan. I, know I, I th- don't. Oh, go ahead. I don't know why when I get about six, seven beers deep, I decided to just whip out the sleeper app, but that is my favorite thing to do. Yeah, no, um, I guess I don't have any questions other than um, I know we've talked about it in the past, um, but definitely trying to involve the league a little bit more and do some more stuff. So um, keep keep an eye on like the chat, text messages, because I, I definitely want to get people together on like a Sunday to watch some football, to hang out, maybe grill, um, have some chili, do something. So keep your eye out for that. Yeah, man. I mean, when I first heard from Ryan that people were going to do a fantasy league, I was uh, really excited. I've always wanted to get one together with some buddies, and nobody's been as serious. And so when I got the opportunity to join this one, it's pretty much been as high as my expectations could have been. I mean, it's it's exactly what I wanted. Everybody's vocal. Everybody loves trades. Everybody kind of really gets into it. So, yeah, man, count me in. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so I, I think, I don't know if you got cut off or not, but I, just any other trash you want to talk about, either the call out Jalen, because um, you, you were chirping on him a bit, or just you want to talk about how great your team is. Um, if there's any other trash talk, kind of now is your time. Oh, I just think we got to look back at my rookie picks and the guys I've held on to. I mean, I think I drafted for the future. Yeah, I might be uh, 13 and 13 overall, but I mean, I think I, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think I had a great pick there. I think Josh Gordon holding on to him, and uh, I was really happy that you really wanted Josh Rosen, and I could take him right out from under you. That, God, you son I of a bitch. Back to the podcast, that really made me happy. Oh, dude. I, I don't want to say it was heated in that moment, but I was like, ugh, I really want to – I mean, I'll have to wait until next year, I guess, unless someone wants to trade me young quarterback. But I, this, this was a deep class. I was like, there's no way we don't get a, a good one, but uh, we got fucked, I think. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate you oh, taking I want to bring up one thing you guys might not have talked about in the Ooh. initial draft we did for this. I know you talked about how you had to auto-draft your team. But did you guys talk at all about uh, how your queue was set up and how it kind of screwed you over? Uh, not really. If you want to talk about it, go for it. So basically, uh, everybody's sitting there at beat-ups. Garlic couldn't have been there. And what happened was, is you can set your queue, obviously, as everybody knows. We're all uh, fantasy players here. But there was a big run on wide receivers. So I think it was 11 picks in a row. The top guy on Garlic's queue was a running back. And since we have 30-person rosters, it didn't feel the need to start drafting him other players. So nearly half of his team ended up being running backs. Yeah, that is. Uh, I can confirm that, Tom. Uh, I, you know, I did try and go set my queue, knowing that I was going to have an auto-drafted team. But uh, you I mean you really you can. 
my, my problem was I really can't set my queue up knowing that certain running backs are going to be gone. It's not like I can take certain ones out because if those ones got picked and I didn't have the other ones in their place, then I'd only have a team of wide receivers or I'd have the opposite problem. So I was just like, well, fuck it. I guess I just have to leave in all these good running backs and just hope that I get a good receiver or two. Um, and you know, I was able to trade Nate and get a couple from him, but uh, I think the only receiver that was good from that draft was uh, Larry Fitz. I think I got him and probably because I got him because he's old and no one else wanted him. <laughs> well, as my last little walk-off shot as an advice to anybody out there who might be listening that is unfamiliar, Sleeper has been a complete surprise to me, and I have been nothing – I have nothing but good things to say about that app. I mean, the second we switched, uh, you guys did a great job of finding that app, and it's, it's fantastic. Glad to hear that. Josh has a boner, as you said that. He, he, he kind of I found love it himself. <laughs> I love that app. I'm in agreement with you 100%. Um, and they keep updating you know it. I don't, I, know, I don't know if you see the little updates every time it updates. If you read their comments, they're hilarious. So check, yeah, them, dude, check they, them out. They do fantastic. And that's, I think that Flea Flicker app had the right idea. It had the right mechanics, but the user interface wasn't ready. You know, they had the idea of uh, uh, being able to track traded draft picks and whatnot. But when it came down to the interface and how you had to add players and how things didn't transition smoothly, it almost kind of made me like, stressed out every time i open the app but uh so not, not to bash on that company i'm sure they're doing great things with their app but this sleeper app man everybody whoever's listening here that doesn't usually listen check it out it's it's fantastic yeah, no, I agree, and uh, I, guess, I guess the reason I moved us to Flea Flicker was because the commissioner controls were great, uh, it gave us like complete control on the back end, um, and I had already been on Flea Flicker for like six, eight years before I brought you guys on, so I was pretty much beaten down, I was just used to it kind of being shitty, and I think that was their first year actually having an app, and so Flea Flicker isn't that bad when you're using it on like the, a desktop or a laptop, but yeah, on your phone, I agree, it, it wasn't the best, um, so, but yeah, I, I've been happy with Sleeper as well, um, you know, I, I know you already said kind of your walk off comments but any and last thing you want to say connor before we, we leave you behind and uh, back to homework i said thing i want to say is you uh you two have uh generally surprised me i kind of tuned in thinking a couple of my buddies would just be making a podcast talking whatever but you guys uh kind of got a knack for this you guys sound really good you're doing a fantastic job oh thanks yeah thanks connor uh well you know uh, the last nice thing you'll hear out of me for the next four months so yeah exactly go fuck good. yourself your yeah, team sounds, blows i'm gonna kill you good. every week <laughs> enjoy last place yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Connor. Uh, hopefully we'll have you on again, yeah, no or problem. if not, uh, comment on Facebook or send us some emails or something. We'd like to incorporate in the show any way we can. Yeah. Thank you. For sure, man. Thanks for having me on and best of luck to you guys. Yep. You yep. too. So Josh, I know you didn't know that phone call was going to happen, but how do you feel that went? I thought it went well. No, I've always, uh, I've always been a fan of Connor. Um, and, and I, I do stand by what I said about trying to get people together on a Sunday, whether it's um, at our house in Big Lake out, out here or um, at B-Dub somewhere. Obviously, um, if we came to our house, we'd have a little white fluff ball running around causing mischief. But uh, oh, T would love that, though. Yeah, T would probably try and steal her. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely down to get together. If it's week two for the Vikings-Packers game, depending on how that game tra- um, trans- like just shakes out, um, I may leave early. I may stay late. Who knows? I was checking the uh, specs on the end line for the rotary girder. I'm retarded. Yeah, I have maybe a 10-word limit before I start to mumble and uh, and bumble over words, so I need to quit talking. Yeah. Um, should we get through these picks? I know we've already done more than an hour, which is already 
probably an hour longer than most people want to listen to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this was kind of was our last week with some extra content, though. I think next week, I mean, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the NFL results, but it'll mainly be just kind of the NFL results, and we'll tie that into fantasy. So I'm hoping all our, all our next podcasts will come in around 45 minutes, or at least less than an hour, but uh, I guess time will tell. Um, but yeah, I mean, so at least on, on a friendship basis, I would definitely like us to do like the full picks like we've been doing every year, kind of everyone throws five bucks in and if i can incorporate that into the show or at least talk about the winner that'd be cool but for now just for this podcast if you or at least for this week if you want to just do a lock and an upset i'm fine with that um, yeah let's do lock and upset just because it, it goes a little bit quicker yeah. um, i mean it looks like you have the, the sheets behind you do, do you mind do you have the week one sheet behind you i know it's gotten kind of fucking dark in your basement as we've sat here but uh i'll sit here and vamp while josh shorts through the papers he grabbed i don't know if they were the weekly schedules oh they were beautiful okay all right so i'm just going to sit here and keep talking because we don't want dead air but i'm also going to try and read so this will go very poorly um as a lock win I mean, looking at the schedule, Josh, I mean, who does Green Bay play? They play Chicago. Um, and that's at Green at, Bay. Should that home. be my lock? Ooh, that's pretty good. Um, you know what? I, my lock. Uh, my lock's going to be Detroit over the, the Jets because fuck you, Jets. Um, and then I'm still looking for my upset, Josh, if you have any... any um, well, you know what? I'm going to do my upset as Cleveland over Pittsburgh. I've just decided. I think the season opener last year, Pittsburgh almost lost to Cleveland. So I'm thinking this year they're actually going to get it done. So my lock again is Detroit over the Jets. And uh, my upset is um, Cleveland over Pittsburgh. And then um, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of keep track of this every week. We'll keep like a running total of how many points we get, kind of like Fox News does. All right. Um, are we allowed to do the same ones? Because that's the exact same two teams that I had picked. I mean, I think eventually we'll probably have to make rules where we can't like pick on having the Jets be the lock every week, um, or you know, like that shitty team being the lock every week. But for week one, uh, I mean, I can try and look for a different one if if that's what you want your lock no, to no, be. No, no, I mean, let's just get that on the record that I was thinking that Detroit would be a lock and Cleveland would be an upset, and I'll try and come up with two other teams. No, here, um, let's I'm, go with New Orleans as my lock, um, and then we'll do my upset as. Um, um, I'm going to say... If you can't find a new one, I I'm found a new say, upset. I'm not sure if it's going to be much of an upset, but let's um, have Atlanta over Philly um, tomorrow night on Thursday as my upset. Okay, so I, I should probably write these down. So your upset was what? Atlanta over Philly? Yes. All right. Then my lock was New Orleans at... Or New Orleans versus Tampa. Lock N-O over but if cleveland ends up beating pittsburgh i'm gonna be upset and i want a half point because that was my initial thought no 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 i'm so sorry josh you should have been faster um my upset was clee over pittsburgh this is great podcasting listening to me write things down um and then my lock was detroit over the jets um and maybe sam darnold will surprise me and i look like a fucking idiot by next week but who knows um i you know i don't really have any more actual comments josh do you do you have anything you want to throw out there uh no i guess uh for those of you who have listened through everything that we have done so far whether it's this episode or the previous episodes thanks for sticking with us like garlic said this should be our last long-winded one hopefully we'll just get into the meat and potatoes of things from now on and not necessarily bumble around with um predictions and things like that um for the reddit um blood sweat and beers league um like i said comment on the slack send us an email if you'd like to actually have a show set aside to do a deep dive on the rosters um and then you can make fun of how we assess your team at that point other than that i have nothing else to add i'm starving 
Yeah, I think Nikita, you said, was making us some homemade pizza or some bullshit like that. That sounds delicious, though. Um, you know, I wanted to make the same pitch as Josh. Um, you know, I, I will admit, ep- I mean, episode two, maybe not so much, would I mean, would be boring to outsiders. I think episode two was fine for our, our league mates if they ever listened to it. Um, episode three, looking back, it was probably boring. I don't know if we'll do a similar thing next year or not. Um, episode four, obviously, was just the bonus draft. Uh, that was mainly for our Aussie European Chicago friends in that Dynasty League Josh keeps talking about. Friends is a strong word there yeah um our mates uh how, how's that mates josh is that okay yeah no that's fine um and and i guess i should toss this out too as kind of a disclaimer um for those australian uh, members in, of the league um you know i i don't know how you balance football and fighting off all the animals trying to kill you in that area the wombats the ruse the ruse i mean ride your roo to work and kill a couple spiders that would kill you in a heartbeat um so i commend you if you end up passing away throughout the season we'll have to commemorate or um, do a memory memorial to you throughout the uh, year here yeah, my last pitch, I know I, we keep getting long-winded here at the end, but uh, my last pitch is uh, this whole podcast is not to make money. Josh and I are not trying to become famous by any means. If anything, I'm sure Josh and I would um, uh, appreciate a lot of people we know not listening to this. This is our main audience is the league members of the leagues we're in, um, and maybe you know some, some closer friends. But uh, you know we're really doing this to drive engagement, so if you've listened this far, please engage the show. It would make it fun for us. It would probably make it more fun for you, because we'll probably talk about what you say. Um, so, you know in our redraft league in our in our hidden oaks dynasty league in our in our reddit um, blood sweat and beers dynasty league please just engage the show it'll make it fun for all of us and that's kind of why we're doing this so um any comment you have even if it's just a simple one on facebook or if it's a long-winded email um you know i'm sure we'll feature you and talk about what you have to say so um you know i would just encourage everyone to engage the show as much as you can word all right thanks for having me josh I think we always surprise ourselves with how much, how long we actually take. I call, I call it Connor though. Did go, I don't want to say it went long because I appreciated the whole conversation, but I, I assumed it would have been like a 5 10. I think it was only like 15. But, yeah. Do you? I mean, I do this on purpose. I do like a, it's more like a background noise thing. I think it's cool. Like if I kept the things really good. It's not like we're going to reveal any secrets here, Josh. Not that dog, social security numbers or nothing. I think this part is cool. Um, Alright, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my laptop up after this is done because I want to at least get the beginning cut and hopefully start exporting it. Not exporting it, but moving it to an MP3. Because I, I usually try and listen to them on the way home. Audio didn't cut out this time, so that was good.